Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Beat boy. Beat boy. Right. This is the podcast. And what a start to it you've just heard there. Beat boy. (laughs) (laughs) Our heads have gone. I think the closer we're getting to this tour, the more, like, ridiculous and and, uh, hysterical we're getting. It is. It is. I can't talk. I, I can't, can't talk. talk. I can't I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, you're about to hear a podcast of Thursday's broadcast of Home Time. Uh, and, and in it, you hear the preparations as we really do get close to departure, to yeah. the chip shop tour. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good job that we're making these preparations because as we get even closer now, we're, we're, we're losing it. We're falling apart. We're, this show that you're about to hear, we get there. We get there in the end, mm. but we get the ball over the line in a slightly messy way. It's like a goal in a, a windy League Two game. Come off your shin, isn't it? Shin, backside, bounce over the line, the defender misses the clearance and it rolls in. And a crowd of about 1,000. But hey, I bet you can't wait to listen. Here it is. <laughs> for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie this is our final normal show obviously it's the jukebox tomorrow and then it come is. monday the chip shop tour is finally here it's, i feel like we've been talking about it for a while and it seems like it's been a distant thing and then suddenly it's upon us isn't it and because of that i have this question are you and i actually ready to spend a week on the road together it's an interesting point, isn't it? It is, it is. It's, it's, you know, we've, we've known each other for a long, long time, but close confines I for know. five days. Like, for example, we've never seen each other in pants. No. Have we? No, we haven't. No. Might happen. It's, it's an important part of the relationship. It's weird. You have to think about it. It's best to sit down and think about these things first. It's weird, actually. That, you know that one of the first ever things that we did uh, that was on video was uh, we were mucking around outside Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party thing, mm. and a lot of people saying we look like Max and Paddy yeah. uh, in, our, in our bomber jackets. <laughs> now we are kind of going to the Max and Paddy next level with this kind of road trip that's going on. You know? I wonder whether we need to set some parameters some kind of road trip rules. Okay. You know, just guidelines to live things by. You might have done like a, a, a stag weekend or a hen weekend. I'm not necessarily saying that that's <laughs> going to be the boardiness of the tour. I Wee. hope it's not. Uh, but, you know, I don't know, golf tours, what, whatever, you've been away. What rules have worked for you when you've been on tour? Because I think you do need to adhere to a certain set of rules just so that people don't, you know, if you're tired, you're in close confinement with each other, you don't rub each other up the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like a kitty or something. I mean, how are we going to sort out who pays for what? It might work. It might a, a kitty at the beginning of each day. That's, we go with that. That's one. I'd like to bring in some kind of rule about the misuse of those small towels that you get in hotels. You what are you thinking I'm going to do? Well, I don't know. Some people burn through towels like they're going out of fashion, to use my dad's <laughs> phrase. Burn through towels like they're going out of fashion. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right now, we are trying to future-proof the show with Bush and I being on tour next week. We're trying to get a little bit of a framework in place, some rules for the tour, rules for the road. Yeah. Road trip rules, if you wish. We're going to spend a lot of time in the car together. We'll be in hotels as well. If there are some do's and don'ts, then uh, we have a good chance of getting out of the five days uh, with the show being intact. What is it with you lot, right? If we even give you like a little inch of a gap where you can make up weird stuff, you go for it. Martin Richards says on Facebook, first one to fall asleep gets a toothbrush up his bottom. (laughs) What? Why would you even... He's probably still at work. He's written that at work. Black mark against him. You are barred, mate. 
Uh, key road trip rule: no conversation before the, f- uh, before the first coffee. That's that's better. A hundred percent back that one yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Nichol says do a whip. I think he was trying to text do a whip round, but he just <laughs> have to do a whip, which sounds a bit weird. Uh, Play just says this is quite interesting. When the hat is on the hotel door handle, don't come in. <laughs> Maybe just getting changed. Oh, uh, if you run out of milk for your morning cereal, can of lager usually does the job. Says Kenny in Glasgow. This is right. We've got to do better. We've got to raise the entire on. tone on this. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's fair to say we've had very few rules in that we can use so far. Uh, Red Rogers says anyone caught texting or calling the other half has to pay a forfeit. <laughs> we, we might need a series of fines. Yes, could Do be. I mean? That could be the kitty we're talking about. Yep. Uh, Crystal, where are you? I'm in Ealing at the moment. And some Crystal rules for Bush and I for next week. Some road trip rules. What have we got? We have got um, drivers in charge of the radio and the music because they've got to be the ones concentrating. Um, And the passengers always got to make sure um, the drivers watered and fed. Right, so yeah, the the passenger jumps out and gets all the food and stuff like that and then the driver chooses what music's being listened to. Absolutely. There's only one problem with that. I'm currently listening to an audio book which is 38 hours long. (laughs) I kid you not, it's a history of the war in the Pacific during Second World War. Uh, I don't know whether that is going to push Richie over the edge. Is that going to be OK? Um, that's totally OK, because you're the one driving. And oh. on I think as long as, I've, uh, as long as I've got you uh, watered and fed, you can <laughs> yeah. listen to your, uh, your audio book and I'll just fall asleep. Yeah, fair enough. You can have a little nod off. Crystal, thank you for your help. And no worries. Have a good one. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The no repeat guarantee. Accumulator. So, Absolute Radio, the home of the No Repeat Guarantee, where we play more music and don't ever repeat a song from nine in the morning uh, on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show to 5pm and home time with us. Uh, we now also give you the chance to win lots of cash today. It's £2,000. We're going to call one of you back and try and give away the cash. Remember, you need to answer the phone within five rings and know today's featured artist. That's all you got to do. Let's call the person who's been randomly selected. Best of luck. Three rings right there. Who's this on the phone? Uh, Phil. Phil, where are we calling you? Where are you? Um, driving in London at the moment. Okay, a bit more specific. What are you up to? Uh, cab driver. All right, okay, cool. Just to confirm, Phil, have you got any idea who this is? Two people talking to you? Could be uh, uh, Ricky. You are? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got called Ricky. Don't know what you got called. <laughs> but Butch and Ricky. That's it. It's Butch yeah. and Ricky from Home Time. Uh, Phil, wasn't it? Yes. I'm just checking I remembered your name properly. Yes, yes. Good. Yes. This is all going very, very well. It's going right. Do you fancy meeting for a pint <laughs> after this? <laughs> be an awkward pint. Uh, <laughs> Phil, hey, got a question for you. Phil, what is the name of the featured artist today for the No Repeat Guarantee Accumulator? The Smiths. The Smiths has just won you two thousand pounds. Yes, that's, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Good lad, we're really, really happy for you. Even though you couldn't remember our actual names, which is fine. <laughs> we're over that. <laughs> Phil, what are you going to spend the money on? Um, holiday. 
Ooh, where, oh, where are we all going? Where are we all going, Phil? <laughs> uh, I might do mine tour with fish and chip shops. Oh, oh, Phil, we're trailblazing for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Save some cash for the chips. Well, look, congratulations <laughs> to you, Phil. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And do you know what? It's great that our boss Paul is embracing our chip shop tour by doing an actual manager's special tomorrow <laughs> on the accumulator. £5,000 up for grabs. Best of luck with that tomorrow. Do not miss it tomorrow on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show to find out the featured artist at nine. A great nameless entry for our road trip rules has come in by text. It's quite a lengthy one. Here we go. Uh, number one, driver picks the music Shotgun shuts his cake hole. We've had to edit that a bit. <laughs> uh, Chief navigator, number two. The, that's the passenger in the front seat. Navigator, second pair of eyes on the road and is in charge of turning the music down during peak hour traffic so the driver can see where they're going. Number three, chief snack distributor. Person in the back seat. They are in charge of keeping all passengers hydrated and keeping the snacks flowing. They also need to supply all passengers with useless road trip info, such as pointless facts about the area, weird things such as haunted locations on the route, potential wow. places to stop, replenish snacks, stretch your legs, <laughs> preferably someone with the photo opportunities. If there's no one in the back seat, this duty then falls back to the person in the front seat. I love the division of labour. Everyone's got their specialist skill. It's like Star Trek, but in like a Nissan Micra or something. <laughs> Thanks for your advice. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, as we mentioned earlier on, on Monday we set off finally on our UK chip shop tour. We're heading to Edinburgh and then working our way down the country. We're going to do a lot of driving. And I think we set up the rules earlier on, the road trip rules, which is fine, which is good, and we need that. But I think as well we need to think about entertainment because it's going to be a lot of time spent in the car together. I don't know about you, I love an in-car game. I love a car game. Car game, something to do while you're driving or you're a passenger and something to think about and it makes the time fly by and the journey go quicker. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would demo a potential in-car game that I've made up. I made this up for my nine-year-old daughter at the weekend just gone. You've made this up? Wow, OK, all right. As okay. we were driving into London, I made this game up. You know, sometimes as a, as a parent, as a dad, you just kind of make someone up on the fly. A lot of the time you get shot down badly by them. Yeah. Occasionally something works. Yeah. And this worked. It's called Tiny Ark. Tiny arc. Tiny little arc. Bear with me on this. Bear with me on this, guys. Imagine, you know Noah from the Bible. I'm aware of him. I remember he he saves all the animals, doesn't he, with the flood and all that kind of thing. Imagine Noah absolutely mucked it up, really got his dimensions wrong. or what? You know, like, think back to CDT at school. He's accidentally put millimetres instead of centimetres or inches or whatever. Hence, tiny arc. As a result, the wood that gets delivered from Wicks is not big enough or whatever. He ends up building this tiny little arc and he can only fit three pairs of animals on it. Instead of all the animals, he has to pick three because he's mucked it up. But he's okay. just got to go with it because the flood's coming. He ain't got time to rebuild the damn yeah. thing, put an extension on or whatever. So the question is this. The ark's so small it can only fit three pairs of animals. What animals are you saving? The rest of the animals, and let's be clear about this, absolutely obliterated. You can only save the three. OK. It's a tough game. And that's the rules, that's that, it. That's the rules. Three pairs of animals. Everything else washed away forever. Um. Seaborne animals obviously just swim around it, don't they? You do, you... That's a really good point. I've never really thought about that with the ark before. What they do is like follow it. I guess so. You can't put like a cod I'm just, in I'm there. kind of saying that's a given. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we'll, we'll rule them out. They're just going to follow. Okay, all right. Um, with very little thought. Go on. Dog. 
You're going to save all dogs. I'm going to save all dogs. A pair of dogs. Just in you go. For companionship. What, for you or just for each other? No, for me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, monkey. <laughs> save the monkeys. Because they're the closest to us, aren't they? Like, as humans. Yeah, in many ways they so are. So if it all goes wrong, at least, like, the monkeys are around. You're going to say the monkeys are the backup plan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you watch Planet of the Apes, see what happened there. And then chickens. What? Why chickens? Uh, because without chicken, I ain't having scrambled eggs. That's a very good point, and it's good that you're thinking about your stomach in this particular <laughs> instance. Tiny Ark, have a go. What are you saving? 8, 12, 15. What kind of game is this? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So we've just launched our in-car game, Tiny Ark. Imagine Noah messed up the dimensions of his ark in the Bible, and as a result, what he built was so small, only three pairs of animals could fit into it. What animals are you saving? The Mark from Essex is echoing what Richie said earlier on here. Uh, Tiny Ark, easy. A cow, in brackets, beef. Sheep, in brackets, lamb. Chicken in brackets, eggs and chicken. This is called tiny ark, not floating larder. No, well, I, <laughs> mush them and eat them. I've just thought by saving chicken, I've also made sure that Nando's keeps going. This, so. is, this is irresponsible. Um, Especially animals that you like. Richie, what sort of scrambled egg are you having without the cow to make milk? Are we going to change your choices? I don't know. I don't put milk in my scrambled eggs, so we're still fine. See, I do them in the microwave. I always put a bit of milk in, but we've had this particular debate. Microwave on your ark? I'll get it on there. It's a really long extension lead. Uh, Jen, <laughs> Jen in Telford says, chicken for eggs, cow for milk, bees for honey. Sorted. Oh, bees. Now, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, so we've come up with this in-car game called Tiny Ark. And is the situation, is the scenario. Imagine, right, this is an alternative history of the Bible. Imagine if Noah got his measurements wrong, ended up building the ark way too small, embarrassingly so, to the point we can only get three pairs of animals in there. And it's too late for him to rebuild it. What three animals is he saving and why? I would like to ask, before we go on any further, okay. your three animals. This is, this is your little game. Okay. You must have three yourself. The three I would save are... And again, I'm not these people going in with like just because they want to like mulch the animals and eat them at the other end. I think this is wrong. It's got to be three animals that you think are all right. Uh, owls love the rotating head thing. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, giraffes, because I feel like giraffes are just ridiculous and they need a break. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever seen a giraffe in real life? Like we saw I one have. at Whip, Whipsnade Zoo, and it was just like it's all oh, one at London Zoo. But I mean, it's like a joke, isn't it? You're you're putting the giraffe on something that you've already said is a tiny ark. The owl can sit on the top of his head. <laughs> Okay. And then Russian hamsters, because uh, me and my brother Simon... Russian hamsters? We accidentally killed ours through ne terrible childhood neglect when we were kids, uh, and I always thought I'd make it up to them. If I ever got any position of power, I said to them, digger and scratcher, I'd make it up to you. Okay. Glad I ask. Um, <laughs> uh, bees, you, you, um, you went... Down heavily on the bee I'd earlier on. Don't bring bees. Don't bring bees to Dan this. Dan says, I'm with you on bees. Uh, what's the point of taking bees or anything that flies? Floods they, happen on the ground. Exactly. They just follow along in the background like a horde. Is that, that the collective term for bees? A swarm, I think. That's the one. We'll a use that horde. for now on. Uh, Tracy says, three pairs of mini sausage dogs. That is completely irresponsible. You might love them, but don't use up the choices. Uh, another mention for monkeys. Paula on Twitter claiming they were thrown out of the other ark uh, for playing tricks. Well, 
they? Uh, so cats and pandas make up her three. So it's monkeys, cats. <laughs> and do you know what? I remember getting the Bible read to me and stuff at school. I can't remember a bit about monkeys playing up and getting dropped off somewhere. I Can have you... to reread Exodus and just check that myself. And listen to this alternate future from Richard M. Says, guys, dogs, because they're intelligent friends and you can eat them. Bees for pollination and honey. Ostriches, so you can ride them. And the meat's really low in cholesterol. And then he adds, bleakly, dog pelts and ostrich feather for cloves and insulation as well. <laughs> You've seen too much Bernie Clifton with the old right. <laughs> <laughs> One for the kids. There you go. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Uh, a lot of clarifications coming in uh, about our little in-car game we've created called Tiny Ark. You the sound Ark, surprised. The Ark is being made so small by accident by Noah, only three pairs of animals can go in. What animals are you going to keep and why? Uh, the monkey's been debated a lot. Uh, Paul has clarified it wasn't in the Bible. Uh, it was in a song. The animals went in two by two. The animals went in by six, uh, six by six. six. They threw out the monkey for playing tricks. It's a rhyme. So what, they threw the monkey into the water? In this song. That's well, awful. So. Well, no. I've sung that song as a child. When they're going in, it wouldn't have been watery, would it? It would have been going up the ramp. Well, half an hour after takeoff or launch, it'd have been very watery with the flood. Tom from Reading says, if the ark is tiny enough to only fit three pairs of animals, then surely the time taken to build would have been dramatically shorter. Therefore, he could have rebuilt a larger ark out of the correct proportions, albeit a bit of a push for time. Maybe we'd have had less windows or something. (laughs) Shut up, Tom. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. A blustery Thursday night at home time, Bush and Richie. Windy night for you to cycle. I know it's been, do you know what? Since I've got back into cycling, I've started cycling again the past couple of weeks. It's been like a storm every night. What's going on? I wouldn't fancy it. Wouldn't which I, fancy it. Which means that my mum, no doubt, will be texting me later on to make sure that I've got back safe. My mum hates the fact that I've started cycling again. Really? Well, she's worried about everything. My mum is like a perennial panicker. She's even admitted in the past before that when, obviously, me and my brother used to live at home back down in Devon, if she heard an ambulance go by, she would wonder that it might be us. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. So now that I've got a, a bike and I cycle around central London, which is a little bit dangerous, I'll be honest with you, as long as you kind of keep an eye on things, you're all right. But still, she's now texting me in the morning to make sure I've got in okay, uh, texting me in the evening. If I don't call, give her three rings or whatever in the night time, she thinks I'm under a bus, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then she'll say stuff like, oh, you're not going on that flipping bike again, with worse language than that. So <laughs> she hates the fact that I cycle. You know, and I think you can get into a situation with parents where, you know, and it doesn't have to be an animosity thing. They just don't approve of certain things that you do. do you oh, know it's mean? parental prerogative. They ne- never stop. So maybe we should put it out there. What things that you do do your parents dislike or disapprove of? Would be w- would having a beard include in that? <laughs> having a beard. Every uh, me and my two young brothers have all got facial hair of some form. Right. And I know my old man hates it. Really? Absolutely hates What's it. his problem with that? <laughs> He's not a fan of us having beards. He thinks we look scruffy. Does he call you a bunch of hippies or something like that? <laughs> bunch of reprobates. So he would like you to all be clean-shaved, the Firth brothers, and ship-shape and Bristol fashion. At the ages of 41, 38 and 35, I think, I think the horse has bolted somewhere. <laughs> Those days are well and truly behind us. Absolute radio. They are 
asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What do your parents disapprove of that you do? Uh, Lee said, while serving for the RAF in Germany and single, my squadron was detached to Kuwait for the Second Gulf War. Wow. I rang my mum and after a few beers, I told her I was off to war. Her response was to make sure I kept warm as it's cold in the desert at night. Aww. And were they sure it was necessary? <laughs> Can you pass that one on to the Prime Minister? Are you sure this is really necessary? John in Bridge North says, My mum hates the fact that I have a motorbike. She also holds on and closes her eyes when I give her a lift in the car. I'm nearly 42 and I'm married with three kids. John, my mum does that as well. If you give her a lift in the car, holds that little side bit. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, Joe's hanging on to talk to us. Joe, what do your parents hate you doing? I play women's rugby union. Awesome. So your mum and dad disapprove, right? They totally hate the fact that I play it. So, give us some details then, Joe. It's rude to ask, but I'm going to ask. How old are you, Joe? I will be 49 this year. Amazing. And have you just got into it recently? I took it up at 46. Wow, and what's your parents' take on this then? They, they, they think it's bad because of what? They just think I'm a loose cannon and they think I'm going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> Unbelievable. And what's the name of your team? Give them a bit of a, a, an advertise here on the show. It's Vandal Warriors in Wakefield. Vandals Warriors? Vandal. Vandal? No, Sandal. Sandal? Sandal? Sandal is in what you wear on your feet. Wow, that's kind of one quite scary word and one quite run-of-the-mill footwear word. <laughs> I love the name of the team. There's, everything about this story is great. Joe, well done. Thank you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Spencer says his parents visibly shudder when telling people that he's an estate agent. Oh. 15 years in the job, my father still cannot utter those two words when, <laughs> when asked what I do for a living. Bless him. Do I feel what? sorry for Spencer. I know what they mean, though, because I'm worried, you know, we're talking about the fact that I'm hosting some of these Teenage Cancer Trust gigs in a week or two, two's time. I'm worried that I look like someone who's an estate agent when I wear my suit. I look a bit Foxton's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. You're still playing the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Joe and Essex, Bush, Richie, my mum hates it if I phone her during a thunderstorm and she's worried lightning will hit the line. We'll both be electrocuted. That is amazing. That's amazing mum logic. Which is implied that Joe provocatively does call during the thunderstorm just to wind her mum up. You'd be tempted, wouldn't you, just give yeah. her three rings? You picking up, mum? <laughs> uh, Lee and Guildford says, my parents disapproved me collecting old vintage football shirts and this is such a classic parent thing. They say I'll never wear them. <laughs> It's not the point. <laughs> and then this is a weird one. John Maloney says, my parents disapprove of me hiking on my own. That's a bit weird, isn't it? As in hitchhiking? I hope not. I think I would be with the parents <laughs> on this one. I think he's, like, going rambling off into the mountains okay. or whatever as well. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Loads of you been in touch to re uh, recommend your local chippy. We're setting off next week to sample the finest fish and chips uh, that the nation has to offer. Go on, do it, do it. Say the phrase. It's the Hometime Chip Shop Tour with Morden Salt. All good food starts with a pinch. And genuinely, whenever Richie says that, please imagine him looking into camera and giving a little wink. Oh, I do. Uh, now, so this is what we've unveiled so far. 
Monday, we're going to Edinburgh. Tuesday, Sunderland or Seaham, just nearby Sunderland. Sunderland slash Seaham. Uh, Wednesday, last night was Blackpool, and it's time to unveil our fourth finalist chip shop. And time to say hello to Tim. Hello, how are you? All right. We're good, Tim. We're looking forward to coming to Nottingham. Yeah, can't wait to uh, have you here. It's been a, a complete surprise, this whole uh, uh, nominations and best chip shop uh, of the UK. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting times for us. So you run the Plum Tree Fish and Chip Shop. Uh, you've been nominated. There's a few nominations, actually. How does it feel as, as the owner to be nominated? It's fantastic. We've got a brilliant uh, customer base there, and it's just amazing to know that they took the time to uh, put their nominations in to, to have us uh, in the hunt for this. Well, Tim, uh, a rather technical question about one of the nominations, because uh, there's been many nominations for you, but Brad, particularly, has said, always use the best quality potatoes and oil. Now, we've, we've, uh, we've looked at fish, we've looked at chips. Mm-hmm. Oil hasn't really come into this. Tell us about your oil. We use rapeseed oil here. Ah. Uh, it, it's, uh, in, in our eyes, it's one of the cleanest and the healthiest of oils. We filter it every day. We change it every week. Right, an everyday oil change. That's the way forward. <laughs> hey, and, and Tim as well, I don't know about Richie, I've never been to Nottingham before. Have you ever been to Nottingham, Richie? Uh, uh, only to watch cricket. So I've never been to Nottingham. Like, we're going to be obviously there for the day. Any other stuff we can take in as a Nottingham local yourself? Uh, we've got the uh, Nottingham Forest ground. There's the, uh, the county ground. Uh, got Robin Hood, of course. Oh, oh yes. yeah, of course. Mm. Get Sherwood yeah, Forest. Yeah. How 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 long a walk is Sherwood Forest from where you are? We're miles away from Sherwood Forest. We're Damn. we're in the we're in the south of Nottingham. Uh, Sherwood Forest is north Nottingham. Tim, one more uh, food question from me. Uh, do you deep fry things on request? Not as a as a rule, but for you guys, I'm sure we can make an exception. Oh, Ooh. now this is good. So we've got a week to think of together. You. Me and Bush, we could come up with the new item to be deep fried. We've got a week to work this one out. This is good. Well, we want it to be something sort of healthy to do with fitness, so maybe bananas or something like that. We can work on that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the direct opposite of health, but that's fine. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Congratulations again then to our fourth finalist in our UK chip shop tour 2019, the Plum Tree Fish and Chip Shop in Nottingham. That's where we're going this time next week. Uh, so I've just tweeted to uh, try and get some suggestions on what we could do when we're in Nottingham. Yeah. Looking at replies, lions, tigers and bears. I'm getting confused. I'm thinking <laughs> Sherwood Forest is a little bit different to what I've heard. It's actually still people going on about your tiny ark. Oh, so what it is? <laughs> oh, I thought it was like an adult interest Club. Uh, well, there's another one that definitely appears to be uh, some form of uh, adult interest bar as well, which which may not uh, be one for us as well. Well, so. it's worth considering everything, I believe. <laughs> you, are, you are talking on air right now, just to let you know. Very good point. Yep, let's so. have a look during a song or something. <laughs> but look, let's cast so, our net yes. wide. Let's cast our net wide. We're willing to go. Why can't we go to Sherwood Forest? Can it, there must be must be brilliant down there. Sherwood Forest. What are you expecting to see there? Like, I don't know, people living in trees, robbing <laughs> from the rich, <laughs> into the bottom of that. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. Week today, this show will just have pulled up into Nottingham. Yeah. Uh, to try out the uh, fish and chips at the uh, the Plum Tree. We're getting your suggestions of what else we do other than eat fish and chips in Nottingham. Craig is saying head to Gotham, which is just around the corner from the Plum Tree. Wow. And get a picture with the village sign. Is it actually called Gotham? It's called Gotham. Gotham I mean, that, that is, uh, that's a profile pic, isn't it? That's amazing. There must be Arkham Asylum and everything down there as well. <laughs> that's so, so good. Uh, then also suggesting Nottingham, we could go to the Kitty Cafe. Uh, awesome cakes, <laughs> and you get to cuddle some cats. We went to one of those in Newcastle. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, there's also a Warhammer World, which might be more up your street. There you go. Sure. Get your ponytail sorted <laughs> out. Get yourself in there. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Paint some orcs. <laughs> hey, we welcome to the show the lovely Danielle Perry. Hello. How are you doing? Dave, good to have you on. Danielle, you have a background in fish and chip making. Yeah, yeah. my CV sings, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I worked in a fish and chip shop for about four or five years throughout college. Amazing. I actually really loved it. And <laughs> wow. now if I still go back, can I big up Mr Pink's go in Wilford on Sea? Uh, when I go back, now I still get free fish and chips, so which is great because I've got my pen, that's my pension. That's all I've got in place, so what, I won't go hungry. What chip is this Mr Pink's in where? Milford on Sea. Wow, so if you go in, in there, forest. you can have anything you want. All right, Jace. All right, Dan. And then, it, yeah, the that's, usual. That's the transaction. Yeah, that's that's nice. amazing. And so, it's grown with the family as I've got married and had children as well. They too get free fish and chips. So it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's like working for TFL, this. It's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. So we've obviously devised our chip index to try and uh, judge what is the best uh, fish and chip shop. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's met with uh, varying reactions. Derision, how, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> degrees of. Yeah. Uh, how would you score and judge a decent chippy? I think it all depends on how it's presented to you and how it's sort of the final bits because I think the frying of the fish is... I mean, I couldn't... I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't fry the fish, I just served it. Okay. But in the serving area, but I, you have to put the salt on first and give them a shake, yeah. then you put the vinegar, otherwise it all clogs on the top and then the first five are nice. What was your view on like, condiments and stuff like that? Did you have a lot of condiments there? Don't mess around with it, just salt and vinegar, that's it. Um, no, 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 Richie's not out of his face. No, 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 that, that's trad, though, isn't it? <laughs> so back to basics as far as you're concerned. <laughs> I think so, yeah. OK, well, maybe so, we can word this into the chip Hang index. on, one, one, no, I, we're not moving off condiments this <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so you're not doing any free condiments? <laughs> I'm scared of you. Know? <laughs> just so, I care about this. So no ketchup, free ketchup. I'm not bothered. Mayonnaise, I'm not bothered. I'd have a bit of chilli sauce, but that, that that's not trad either, Heresy. is it? She's just said to me, mayonnaise, Heresy. I'm not bothered. That's the last time I'm plugging any sessions or live tickets or anything on the evening show. Uh, listen, Daniela, I, it appears that your time on this particular segment is well and truly out there. It does, isn't it? I, there's my cue. There's your, what have you got coming up on the show tonight? Before no, I'm Richie... not interested. Oh, you're not, you're gonna... She said no to mayo. She's on a seven. We'll live find music out then. Thursday. That is live music Thursday. Live music Thursday. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Can't believe you did that to Danielle. I know. I've been informed that uh, it was rash. Uh, and that uh, we can't just airbrush Danielle's evening show out of things just because of her uh, uh, despise for mayonnaise. Her, her uh, controversial viewpoint on condiments, <laughs> let's just say. You love, you love mayonnaise, don't you? You I love do. mayonnaise. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? 
No, I've never been to Amsterdam. Best thing about Amsterdam, mayonnaise. Really? Absolutely. We're... They do, uh, everywhere you look, on street corners, they've yeah. got, like, little kiosks with about 30 different flavours of mayonnaise. 30 flavours of mayonnaise? Yeah. There's only one mayonnaise, though, isn't there? No, but they infuse it with things. The one that blew my mind the most, uh, pesto. Pesto mayonnaise. Really? Yep, seriously. Did they invent it? The Amsterdams? Yeah. Uh... Your, mayonnaise? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Let's say they did. Well, look, we'll get the chip shop tour done and yeah. then we'll do a, a mayonnaise tour of Amsterdam. <laughs> Let's try I'm not and sell kidding. that I, I'm honestly not kidding you. Seriously, uh, Amsterdam, capital of mayonnaise. It's amazing. Is that is that real? Capital of... <laughs> OK, well, it's fine. We'll, we'll trust me, trust me. Uh, Danielle Perry's evening show is very, very good. And today's live music Thursday, uh, Jade Bird is on. <laughs> Hey, there she is over there. Danielle on the way next. I'm going to Google that thing about Amsterdam. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, uh, tomorrow's podcast will be one of our Any Other Business specials. Yep. Very much looking forward to that. I've got some homework to do tonight. Just received an email from a gentleman called Kyle. Oh, yes. Who has taken apart uh, the chip index, which is how we're planning on scoring all the chip shops uh, next week. Uh, he's come up with a different index, which I'm going to read overnight to try and work out whether it makes any sense and whether there's any merit in adapting our already established system. Well, it's interesting because obviously you've got like someone with a rival chip index out there. It's a little bit like Big Bang Theory, that TV show, when someone else who thinks they know a bit more about Star Trek than Sheldon. That is, that's the kind of yeah. angle that we got going on here. So, Well, he's kind of taken half of our chip index. Right. Uh, and then he's changed the second half of it. Offer him out for a fight. We don't do that enough on this show. Arrange... I think you do. Oh, I do a little bit too much, actually. But why don't we arrange a location, right? Settle this old-fashioned style. M- mutual locations in the middle of the pair of you. OK. And then you either, you'd mutually decide on either Queensbury or yeah. Foxbury. OK. And then sort it out. All right, well, Carl doesn't... Uh... Oh, my goodness. Oh, dearie me. We're keeping you up there, Richie. <laughs> Kyle, let us know where you live and we'll arrange a fight. Here's Bill Bailey. <laughs> Podcast! 